Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. What's up, Mondo listeners? I'm with Kent uh, from Ready VR. He's my guest today. Um, I'm super excited. Obviously, everybody who listens to the show is primarily, um, you know, know, speaks to Neon, but I really try to expand, you know, as the show is is grown, do things with, you know, different types of people who have been affected by Neon. Um, And Kent is somebody who's uh, very interestingly kind of built this, uh, what's known as Neon Rhapsody. I'm going to let him talk about it a little bit more, but uh, Kent, thank you for coming on the show all the way from, uh, from Hong Kong. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm Kent. Yeah. Kent is also, so Ready VR is this collaboration, right? Like yeah. Neon Rhapsody itself. I mean, Ready VR is like a company entity, but this Neon Rhapsody is a VR neon exhibition. And for anybody that doesn't know, there's this really cool thing that happened. Um, but I'm going to have you kind of talk about, you know, what's it like to kind of operate a neon company, maybe like talk us through what the interaction was with neon and, you know, kind of what that creation looks like, um, you know, kind of as experience came together. Sure. Well, um, uh, first of all, first, I'm, I, don't, I don't run a Neon company. <laughs> actually, also a partner um, for, for the project Neon Rhapsody. It's actually a VR Neon um, exhibitions in VR. Um, I partner, like I'm from Ready VR, and Ready VR is a company who creates uh, brand VR experiences. And, um, and then I partner with my friend from Kano Neon. He's a neon artist from Hong Kong. And um, we start working uh, with each other and create these uh, neon exhibitions together. Just want to uh, promote both the identity of Hong Kong as a neon city and also uh, just create some sort of new VR experience for uh, the general public. Because like a lot of people has not really tried using VR to do um, exhibitions. Like a lot of people, they want like just like play games and, and watch videos, but like, you know, we want to try something different and unique and like also looks good in um, like during the experience. So we, um, we decided to do this neon VR exhibitions. It was like a, t- a two day experience too. I mean, what's really cool. So you had actually what's, what's unique about this experience is that you know, Ready VR, you know, kind of was able to develop this program and the people came in and actually had physical neon as well. And yeah. also VR headsets. So people could come in and kind of see this global launch of, you know, neon artists, the aesthetics of neon is there, but it's in this virtual world, right? And it's cool. There's a video of it online. We'll post links to that in the show notes, but, um, you know, it's kind of a visual image of Hong Kong. At the same time, it's got like, uh, it's a very innovative way to launch people into a space. You know, like there's a lot of talk about meta and things of this nature, um, creating like virtual worlds dedicated to, you know, meeting people and whatnot. But this is really cool because it kind of just is like a hub world for uh, just kind of like running around in. Did you, was it difficult to kind of come up with a theme? Was it easy to kind of pick like what you wanted to look like? Or did you have, um, you know, Cal O'Neill, did you have his input 
you know, kind of going along with how you built the show? Yeah, actually, like, um, like we spent about like three months or three, like around three months to develop this exhibition. And during the three months, we have been like keep changing our ideas. Um, even the last week before the exhibition, we still have some new idea to put in. So like I was working until that morning to really complete the, the exhibitions itself. So like, um, so basically the idea was, uh, we like the the, um, the neon exhibition was mainly focused on neon, uh, Kalu neon, the the neon artist. So it will feature um, some of his uh, previous neon work in real life, and I transfer those work into the VR space, and also um, with some of his like idea that uh, the upcoming for his upcoming um, work. So it's not really done, but it's just in his head. So, but I also put include that into the exhibition itself. Um, so like, you know, so in, in the VR exhibition, we have like four different sections. One, the main one is the, the work that he has done. So it's like more like a real exhibition of his previous neon work. And then there's another section, uh, which is his um, upcoming work that he's uh, producing right now. Uh, which is not uh, complete yet in real life, but we try to put that image into the VR uh, first. And then um, there's two other sections. Uh, with one of them was like all the interviews, like it's like a media song. So it's all the interviews and all the um, like uh, press coverage, uh, video interviews, and you can see them in that uh, little area. And then there's another one, it's, for, it's like a bar area on the rooftop. So people can actually, go to that bar in the virtual bar to like talk to other people and interact with people. And like the whole, the whole setting of the exhibition space was set on, on the skies of Hong Kong. So you know how um, maybe some of uh, the listeners would know like because Hong Kong, the skylines was like, it's really beautiful at night. So we set it up like in the middle of the Hong Kong sky. So like you can, we're surrounded by all the lights of, um, from the Hong Kong city. It's so super, yeah, the, it's really impressive too. Like, you know, when you look at the spaces, you do transform kind of like what people know as a typical, typical sort of gallery setting. Um, you know, for those that are still new to like VR and haven't immersed themselves in that, could you explain a little bit how that works? Like what's the difference between you know, creating a virtual environment like this from scratch? Or, I mean, a lot of people, still haven't really, I think, taken on to, ne uh, to VR only because I think it isn't as accessible. But I think that's sort of changing. I think obviously people will fight that, but I think, you know, we'll be, we'll be quite popular very soon. You know, do you, do you see yeah. changes like within that environment where people come from the outside who've never seen VR and then, you know, feel surprised? Like what's the reaction or what, I guess, what was the reaction when people yeah, were I mean, walking yeah. in? Yeah, I mean, like like I mentioned before, like a lot of people who have experienced VR um, are usually like playing video games, like VR games, like shooting games, or like um, like ping pong, or like you know, or just like it's just for gaming, right? But like a lot of people has not really tried using VR as a um, a social platform because like in VR now, there's a lot of different social platform, um, Facebook, Meta itself they have their own uh, platform like a social world like a meta world 
and then um, like Microsoft has one, um, and then like there's VR chat. There's like lots. Of, it's kind of like a like a VR chat room, so people can just go in, um, build your own character, and go inside, interact with different people. And there's um, more and more uh, music festival and like bigger festival are already on VR, like uh, the Burning Man. Um, I think like like you know they have like a huge Burning Man events like in the past yeah, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think like, um, and that is actually what interests me in VR because um, it's not just for playing games. Like I spend most of my time in VR just to interact with different people. So um, for these VR exhibitions, um, we started with just, uh, well, I mean, we, we started with like a plan of, like a floor plan, basically. It's almost like building up like a whole, like a real building. So we have a floor plan set up different zones, like set up different like rooms or entrance and how the venue looks like. And then we build it in 3D. And then, um, uh, yeah, and so we, we started like that. Like it reminded me too, like uh, when, when I first started building it um, from the beginning and I only had like all this, like the floor plan and the walls up. And then now when I look back, it really does feel like, an empty constructed like on constructing buildings like you know when there's like a new building building it's just all like concrete wall around you but there's nothing right then and so it's, it's cool really but like even yeah. even the highlights like you know i think that even the interaction with cinema like the way that we see um video you know and the way we go to see interaction between like you said these like musical venues that are kind of no longer accessible this vr sort of experience gives people you know uh, i guess it, it's more a satisfying in some way yeah yeah it's like, like it really feels like a sense of space in in vr like um it's just it's really interesting like how your brain can affect how you feel because this like is what you see and sometimes when my friends go into like some uh, some like some of these worlds and they they could feel like wind blowing into them but like obviously they're staying in the room but like just because of the visual, they could they could sense that sort of feeling that oh, it feels like fresh. It feels like like because they like you know in VR there in in the outside world like it's it's totally uh, fascinating. It's it's a very interesting experience in VR. Yeah, and and it's a lot. It's kind of interesting the way that you uh, brought Neon. I think with Calo Neon, he even had you know like physical merch combined with physical neon in the space that is being presented it was yes. unique i think it's unique because it gives people the opportunity to like uh, you know absorb a, uh, or at least go to the next level with an artist right like you can i think of accessibility right like everybody wants to meet the artist everybody wants to be around them i can almost imagine a vr setting where people can you know do like a meet and greet right like even within when talking about oh. neon but like you have pictures of people lined out outside this space to like literally go into this headset, even yes. though they're physically there and, you know, they are present, but they're also interacting and people make this uh, kind of like obsolete issue of like technology's ruining society. It's making people uh, less, you know, engaged. I mean, obviously China's going into like another lockdown with COVID, but I mean, here's this situation where you have people who are, you know, in person, who are not only visible, but then also interacting with technology in this really unique way, like even with neon. 
and having Neon physically present also in the space. Like, was that intended from the very beginning, or how did that how did that work? Yeah, it was it was intended because like um, when we thought about like uh, VR, like you, even though VR is getting more popular like uh, days by day, but there's still a lot of people doesn't have the gear or like you know access to VR. So what we are trying to do uh, just really we just want to get like like as much as people to try the experience. That's why um, we 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 um, we organize this like two days event experience. Um, it's it's a it's a pop up like we use we rented a pop up shop like in uh, in the center of Hong Kong, and basically we just go online and promote our event and tell people, hey, this is there's a via experience, via uh, neon, neon experience, and come out and try it and. And the response was like, honestly, it was like way out of our expectation. Like we didn't expect this many people would come <laughs> come out. Like right. we had, we we're not prepared for it. That's why there was like a long line of outside. We were like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there literally was a line, and you know, I think that, I mean, I feel the the pandemic has accelerated developments in VR. You know, you live in this sort of fictional world. Um, and, you know, the exciting part for neon artists is that it gives them the opportunity to do something new. You know, we always kind of wanted to, I mean, I think that the internet is kind of in a weird phase of like social media, um, but I think it's pretty exciting in terms of, you know, experiences, you know, like even what people are coming out to see, because I think they know it's something new, um, you know, and it's it's unique. Like a lot of galleries, I think, don't necessarily strive for digital art you know they've yeah. kind of thrown up their hands and said you know oh it's not a paintbrush or it's not this or it's not that i think typically neon has has flown in the face of those issues you know a lot of our galleries have accepted light art where they don't yeah. um, i think the same thing goes for virtual reality and i think we're going to find that virtual reality has a lot more to offer than it, than people realize you know especially when it comes to um you know, just experiences and in developing that that language, similar to cinema. You know, like the television yeah. was going to ruin everybody's mind. I mean, the same thing can be said about um, you know computers and technology and things like this. I just think it brings people together in a different way. You know, it's another way to you know offer people ideas. You know, whether it's going to be neon or whatever. Um, what's next? Do you guys have you been able to? I guess gleam some data from this, or at least, you know, what was the afterthought of, of kind of how things came together? Did you guys talk about um, maybe like a, a, another show or how does that go? Yeah, actually, um, after our event in June, we were approached by two different um, expos in Hong Kong. One of them is a, a technology expo, Tech for Business expo, and they saw our exhibition, they would like us to, uh, to exhibit the exhibitions again in the expos in August. So we'll be preparing for it. And um, this time I think we'll even put more uh, effort into the setting of the, of the booth. Like we're gonna have a booth in the expos, right? So we are gonna put more uh, effort into it and Jive from uh, Kanu Neon, um, he is, uh, yeah, he's gonna put more neon, like more uh, unique, neon artwork to exhibit uh, as well uh, in August. So this is something that we are, uh, this 
this is like this is coming in in August. Um, and also we are also um, like approaching different uh, like uh, well, we have some we have some thought, but like not some not concrete. We're really just basically focusing on the August uh, exhibitions here for now. Yeah, and you know it's it's unique that there's so many areas of interest, like especially when it comes to other companies and groups that have been responding to this. Um, any advice for that you feel like giving to the the next generation that's maybe listening that's interested in VR? Like, what would you do, or would you give somebody who wants to access the show or has ideas on experiencing VR? Any recommendations from somebody who obviously develops for the the you know the, the medium? I think like you know if you're talking about the next generation, I I felt I feel like I always feels like you know the younger generation knows better than we do for technology. They're like supernatural, like into into VR, and I guess I guess like they just like 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 um. Well, I guess I guess anybody. I guess let me let me rephrase that. Yeah. Anybody that wants to get into VR, like what what's your recommendation? Like if they don't have all the tech, is there an easy way to experience what's going on in your your guys's world, or like at least being able to um, sort of dabble in that? Is there like something that you'd recommend? Um, I think they should really just get into it. Um, I mean, um, uh, uh, Meta is is making it super simple for for people to to get into VR. Like you know, the the headset and um, uh, like it's not like like really like it's not like cheap. Like it's not like it's not cheap, but it's not expensive as well. Like you know, it's like if you play video games, then you can afford a VR headset. Um, so like you know they're really trying to like make it very accessible for everyone and um like uh i always said like before i own my own vr headset i have tried vr a couple of times but then um i never really get into vr until i own one myself so like i would really spend more time on it and it's like my own device and i can explore the different um apps different experience different like like the like game social like social uh, apps or like or even fitness, like, you know, so you can really freely to explore more on your own and then you really get what VR can bring, like in 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 experience way. So yeah. like, you know, the easiest way is get, get one yourself. And I think that's really the the most kind of thoughtful way to put it is that you know everybody brings something new to the table when it comes to VR. They may want that type of experience or they may not, but you can still sort of um you know be as you know kind of entryway into something that's unique you know it could be just the social aspect of it that interests you but either way you can get into it um fairly cost effectively i think nowadays especially with um yeah oculus and things like this yeah uh, where where do you go from here like especially with ready vr there's so much going on right now with with the uh the space but it you know any projects that you guys are super excited about that you want to um, you know, mention? Well, I just I just released another uh, like uh, experience yesterday last night. Oh, and and I have to mention um, our exhibition and like what I'm building, uh, building on the on the Microsoft platform, uh, social platform called Art Space VR, and which is also the platform uh, Burning Man used for their festival. So it's like, 
Yeah, so it's like a social platform. People have their own avatar and you can meet people. So like I built my own, uh, I built the VR exhibitions on that. And yesterday I released another experience. Um, it's like, it's a, it's a meditate, it's a meditative midnight drive across Pacific Ocean experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited. I think there's just so much possibility around this, you know, especially when you come to talk about Hong Kong, we talk about unique things like losing neon. Um, yeah. I know there's been various VR experiences, um, not as in depth as this or as, 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 a, as realized. Um, but I do think it gives new opportunities for people to experience neon, um, not only from a, you know, like what could it look like kind of way, but also mm -hmm. from a historical viewpoint, I think we'll yeah. probably look back on this conversation and probably laugh about how far things have come um, yeah. only because, you know, things have been moving so quickly. I don't think people really know where it's at right now, but I think your, your group has really done a, an incredible job with, you know, not only, you know, materializing things like neon in a virtual world, um, but just giving people access. You know, I think a lot of people are sort of weary of what VR brings, but the real, the, 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 I think the realization is that there's a huge difference between real life and, and, and VR and that we can, we can bring some of those things back to life, you know, bring new ideas, um, and, and kind of new ways to experience that. So, really excited to have you on the show and and you know hopefully you know we'll see more things come to come to light so definitely keep that um, posted and we'll provide links to um, ready vr and kent's work um, with neon rhapsody but thank you for you know thanks for coming on the show and, and you know providing us all this cool information sure thank you for having me Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.